How do you handle it all without playing by the rules? Ooh, rule breakers. Let's talk about it. What's up, my people, my people, my people? It's a good day and it's a good life. I'm Robert Kennedy III, RK3. That's me and we're in double digits, y'all. This is episode 11 and we are grooving. I'm having fun with these episodes, partly because I like to have fun, but also because we've had some amazing guests. I'm telling you, the feedback I've been getting has been phenomenal. But I can't do this on my own, so I want to give a few shout-outs to some amazing people who helped make this happen. I want to shout-out my assistant, Kathleen. My goodness, Kathleen. She schedules the guests, sends out info that I need, writes up a lot of the stuff you think I write. (laughs) She's amazing. Don't know what I'd do without her. Well, I do know, but it wouldn't be that good. So, Kathleen, I just want to honor you right now because you are awesome. Also want to shout out my marketing intern, Deja. You rock. Thank you for all of your research, the graphics, the time you put in to make sure that we're not just podcasting for no reason. I appreciate you. And finally, but not forgotten, my man, Landon, who does the production, the assembly, and making the podcast sound pretty. I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Listen, you who are listening to the show, I appreciate you too. I do. Otherwise, I'd just be talking to myself, right? So I want you to know how much I appreciate you and that you and your time are valued. If you want to get a special shout out on the show, I want to invite you to become a patron of the show by going over to patreon.com forward slash the RK3 show. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com forward slash the RK3 show, and you'll get access to some special perks and your name in lights. Yeah. Also... If you have thoughts, feedback, questions, shoot me a line at podcast.robertkennedy3.com. That's podcast.robertkennedy3.com. Let's go. We've got a question today, and I want to answer it quickly. So here's the question. Robert, what is the key to keeping your audience engaged? Every time I speak, even in meetings, I feel so thrown off my game when I look out into the audience or around the room and someone has their head down and their phone. How do I get their heads up? Ah, that's the 21st century speaker's dilemma, huh? That's a tough one. And I wish I could tell you I was immune from this, but I'm not. I, I have people on their phones every single time I speak and train. Not the entire time, but... Here's what I'm finding. Sometimes they aren't they aren't on their phones because they're distracted. Sometimes they're there because they're taking notes or making connections about what you're speaking about. And it hit me the other day because I was listening to a speech and and the speaker said something I didn't know a whole lot about, but it was super interesting for me. So I got out my phone and I immediately Googled the information. 
I still heard the speaker in the background, but I was more interested now in, in the information that they had talked about. And I, I wanted to go a bit deeper. Now, to the speaker, it looks like I'm not interested. But in reality, the speaker had engaged me in something I, I was now wanting more information on, but I wanted to access it at my pace. I didn't want to wait on him. Did that make him a bad or interest, an uninteresting speaker? No, absolutely not. In fact, I gave him high marks at the end in his evaluation, and I found the same thing with me. I've looked out into the audience and seen people on their phones, but at the end, some of those same people came up to me and said, OMG, dude, that was so powerful. So first of all, release yourself from the pressure of making people pay attention to you in the way you feel they should. It's 2019. Some of the rules have totally changed. But let me answer one of your more specific questions. How do you keep them engaged? Well, the big word here is connect. Is there something you can share that connects with their work experience, their life, their human experience? What is it that drives them crazy? What what causes them pain? What makes them laugh? If you can get in their space and ask those questions then you'll be on your way to engaging them. If it's a workshop or meeting, what can you do to actively cause them to process those experiences? Is there an active, is there an activity or something physical you can have them do, which relates? Now, there are a lot of techniques I teach in my speech workshops, but these are some general ideas to get moving. Okay. However, if you're interested in the speech workshops, soft sell, right? Head over to my website at robertkennedy3.com and contact me there and I can tell you more, okay? Cool. Hope that helps. Okay, I hope you listened to the last show on introverts. If not, head back to episode 10 and give it a listen. It'll bless you, I promise. Right now, let's get into today's show. My guest today has a new book called Leaders Have No Rules. Yes, I love it. I'm a rule breaker at heart, right? Kevin Cruz is an amazing author and person. My goodness, he's blessed me by writing a foreword for my book, Seven Ways to Know You Were Meant to Lead. He is the CEO of LeadX, a leadership software company, a dad, a leadership guru, and a productivity expert. Kevin's got a story. Let's tell it. Kevin, how are you doing today, man? I am doing great. It's fun to come on. I always love your enthusiasm. And congrats on the podcast, by the way. Hey, thank you. Thank you. We've been rocking and rolling for a couple of months now, and we've been having some great guests, great experiences. So I'm glad you could be on with us today, man. My pleasure. One of the things that I absolutely love about you, I I discovered you quite a few years ago and you were doing, you were in the leadership space mainly. And then you did, you kind of had some, some pivots a little bit, but at least what it seems like pivots to us, but throughout all of that, there is a level of consistency that you have. You're just constantly churning out content. How do you stay so consistent with that? Yeah, it's funny what you see as consistent. I usually beat myself up every day or week at my lack of consistency. Um, <laughs> but, but people do say like, gosh, Kevin, I see you everywhere. And I, so here's the thing. Like I, I feel that, um, I mean, I'm, I'm 
<laughs> I've been called the most productive man in the world. Um, yeah. If I ever had a beer commercial, I'd be the most productive man in the world. Um, partly because of that, that idea I have of just putting everything on my calendar, living on, you know, from my calendar. So if I decide that, uh, you know, I'm going to, going to do a podcast, well, then I pre-schedule for the year, you know, basically one, one or one and a half days a quarter to do all my podcasts. Uh, if I'm going to write a book a year, which I've promised myself the rest of my life, every year I will write a new book, wow. then I know there's two hours a week, every single week for the rest of my life that I'm going to schedule for writing a book. Mm. Um, but having said that, it's, um, I cheat also. So, for example, <laughs> you know, I... I try to leverage as much as possible. So let's say I've got a 30-minute podcast interview with somebody. Well, that's a mm -hmm. podcast. But then I take the transcript and I turn that into an article or a blog post. So now I've got a right. podcast, I've got a Forbes article, and I run that on my, on my website. And then I'll take that article and I'll pull two or three things out, and those will become Instagram posts or Twitter mm -hmm. feed things. So I'm, and the same with the books. I've done it where I've done a year's worth of blog posts and turned that into a book. And I'm notorious for taking my books and spinning out a year's worth of blog posts. Yeah. So I just am taking kind of the one hit and putting it over and over and over in different uh, channels. But, you know, uh, just to <laughs> my own failures, like with the whole world, you know, with the youngins moving to like stories and, and you know, live video and all that, I'm horrible at that. So... <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a reader and a writer that comes naturally to me, but I'm an introvert, you know, so like to, to, to pause in the middle of my work day and to put the camera on myself, it's like torture, you know, and to like talk about something and then post it up. Like I really struggle with that. It's just not me. Yeah. Same here. I, I, I don't know if it's because I'm the introvert as well, but it's part of it is I feel like, geez, I can't remember all the time to pick up my camera and, and document my day. Right. I agree. So, yeah, that's a challenge, man. So I, I want to ask you a little bit about, we started with you being in the leadership space and then you had some stuff on employee engagement. And then the last book that you were really put out, there was the 15 rules of time management or right. a productivity book. Yeah, that's so, right. So that you have to recognize how to pivot slightly based on, I guess, what the market wants. So tell me a little bit about how do you know when it's time to either that do a slight pivot or do a total big time pivot. Yeah. So, you know, someone had told me a long time ago that for people who want to do like the author, speaker, coach, consultant thing or whatever, um, mm -hmm. they said, pick a dragon to slay and slay it over and over and over and over again. So like pick your one thing that you're right. going to be great at an expert at that you're going to speak at. And then just, that's all you write about. And so, I think that's good advice. Now, I don't follow it. So, if I was talking to somebody who was trying to build their career up in that way, then they should just write leadership books or they should just write productivity books or they should just write whatever their thing is. Now, for me, um, I mean, to, to engage your employees, that's like a subset of leadership. It's kind of like right. how to motivate them. But that time secret, the 15 secrets successful people know about time management, I literally had decided, all right, like I care a lot about leadership. But I care about other things too. And I was, I want to have fun. Let me do a different kind of book. And I just asked myself, like, if, if this was going to be my last book, what book would I want to write to give to my kids, you know, so right. like they could learn something from it. And, you know, one of my obsessions is time, time and productivity. And so I just 
to me, that was uh, like in the movie business, they say two for them, one for me, meaning, you know, I'll make two cheesy superhero movies for the big mm-hmm. bucks, but then I'm going to go make an indie film where I don't make any money, but it's like art. And mm-hmm. 15 Secrets, now this is an interesting thing. That was going to be my art. That was just going to be a passion. Like that's just a year of my life. I'll just write this book. <laughs> that book outsells all my other books combined. Um, and so it's kind of an interesting idea. Like, should we keep slaying the same dragon or should we follow our passion a little bit and see what happens? Um, now that I've got the luxury though, like, you know, this isn't, that's not my day job. Like the speaking, writing, all that podcasting, that's the hobby job. Like my day job is running a software company and I've had different software companies over the last 30 years. So, you know, I'm at a point in life now where, um, like I've written under not my own name. Like I've written children's, uh, fiction stuff that people don't know about and stuff. So like, I will write other books that have nothing to do with building the platform or the brand or whatever. Um, (laughs) because you know, just cause I want to, just cause it's fun. Life is short, right? Wow. So tell us about the software company a little bit, if you don't mind doing that. Well, the, um, it's, uh, I run a company called LeadX, L-E-A-D-X. So it's um, a leadership for the next generation. And yeah. it's, a, it's basically we've taken the IBM Watson artificial intelligence platform and created a digital executive coach. Wow. Um, we're trying to democratize leadership, democratize coaching. And the, the most effective, the most behavior change is hard. Leadership is behavior change. And so mm-hmm. The most effective thing is to have a human coach who can, you know, knows you inside now, gives you some insights, you pick a goal to work on, and then you work with your coach every week, they hold you accountable or every two weeks. Um, but they're so expensive that mostly only the, the CEOs and the vice presidents get the coaches, you know, yeah. 250 an hour, 500 an hour. The people who really need the coaches are the brand new managers, right? Or the people who want to become managers, right. but no one's going to spend 500 bucks an hour to coach these folks. So what we've done is we, we're using artificial intelligence. We call it Coach Amanda. So Coach Amanda will diagnose your personality, um, uh, help you to pick developmental goals, will help you to create an action plan, will buzz you on your phone to check in with you once a week to hold you accountable. Uh, you can ask her questions like, how do I manage an employee who's always late? Um, how do wow. I tell someone they smell? You know, whatever you want to ask. And um, <laughs> kind of like talking to Alexa or something like that, an Alexa device, but for management and leadership. So, uh, yeah, so we're trying to revolutionize leadership development and coaching with this AI approach. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, when you said Alexa just now, my Alexa in my office lit up. (laughs) That's why I don't have one on my desk. (laughs) Communication, motivation, leadership, and more. You're listening to the RK3 Show. So I'm going to ask you a little bit of a different question because this is, this is curious for me. So I go to your website and I see this picture with Richard Branson, seven secrets of, of Richard Branson. And I know that there is, there's something behind that. You just didn't find this random picture of Richard and said, Hey, I'm going to put it on my website. What was the idea behind that from a marketing perspective? So, well, uh, there's a very specific reason, but so you're, you're wondering like, why would I put Richard Branson, uh, something about Richard Branson on my website as opposed to my brand or something about me? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So what, what you're referring to and everybody knows like, so that's a, that's a lead magnet, right? So we're offering something of value for free to our audience. They give us their email and then we start the relationship. Right. So 
different lead magnets, you know, some convert really well, some, some don't. And I was reading somewhere, uh, I think it was like a, one of the editors of Forbes or something said that Richard Branson is the Jesus Christ of the business world. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he went on to explain that Time Magazine and Newsweek, anytime they would want to boost sales of their magazine, they would come up with some story about Jesus and put a picture of Jesus on the cover. And that issue would outsell any other issue of the year. It was right. kind of, it, it, it was just known that that triggered buyers of those kinds of magazines. And right. his point was any article or any thing in the business world related to Richard Branson, like outsells every other thing. Wow. And so I said, all right, fine. Well, instead of the Kevin Cruz's top three tips for leadership, I'm going to go study. I'm going to go read everything Richard Branson's ever written, all of his books and articles and blog posts. I'm going to read every interview he's ever done. And I'm going to analyze and, and consolidate like what are his leadership secrets. And then wow. we created an ebook about it. And so it, it's just what is, <laughs> what's going to convert the best? What's going to get yep. the most people to sign up? And uh, once, uh, and so far it's true. I mean, that yeah. Richard Branson bait is, converts higher than any other thing I've ever offered. Wow. Wow. So genius. If you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> make sure that you rewind these last three minutes <laughs> to get some crazy marketing tips. So let's end with this, um, Kevin. What should people like yourself that are in the same space as you, that, that may have some, something that they're focused on, but they have the speaking and writing passion or there's a piece of it, what, what should they be doing more of? Well, I mean, I think your question about how, how they would build their brand or, or yeah. a platform in that area. Correct. Yeah. I mean, it's, first of all, it's, it's really, really hard. It isn't, no, we're all fighting for attention out there, right? And as with smartphones and everything else, it's getting harder and harder to break through. So what I would say is, like, first of all, quantity counts. Like you need to put your message out there a hundred times to get heard once or twice. And the right. second thing is, and this is sad, but true, but you will never, you will never get attention or be successful if you're doing the same. You have to be contrarian or controversial. And so whether it's our politics and you're doing something that's going to make headlines every single day, um, right. or whether it's writing a book or something, you know, the example I often get is, is like, uh, let's say somebody wants to write a book about the power of goal setting. Goal right. set, goals are powerful. I've written about them. Like goal, it's great. You know, become the goal setting expert, whatever it is. But as soon as you say like, okay, I'm going to teach you how to write smart goals. Well, you know, there's a thousand other people that have written about smart goals and have that system. And I've heard it. So as soon as I hear smart goals, I think you're one of a thousand. I think I've read it already. Right. If you said, hey, I'm going to teach you the crazy, weird secret I learned at the top of some mountain when I was near death, and right. it's called Dumb Goals. It's a four-step program called Dumb Goals, D-U-M-B, right? right? And be disciplined and be like, I don't know. I can't make it up that fast. Yeah. Like, you need to say something outrageous, weird, different, something that's going to get people mad, and then you right. need to get that message in front of them in some way. So wow. like my new book, Great Leaders Have No Rules, it's literally contrarian leadership principles to transform your team and business. And the titles, I, I'm not trying to make this a, a pitch, but like, here's the chapter title. Pitch, that's fine. Pitch it. Close your open door policy. 
have yeah. no rules, be likable, not liked, lead with love, crowd your calendar, play favorites, reveal everything, including salaries, show weakness, and leadership is not a choice. So what I've done, like with every generic, what we think we know about business, I, well, one, I think that most of it is BS. And so I'm flipping it around, but yeah. I think hard, not just like, you know, close your open door policies about having scheduled office hours. So I could say, oh, I'm going to write a book or I'm going to do a speech about, you should schedule office hours on your calendar. Well, that sounds boring, right? Close your open door policy. Now that's like, what? what what's wrong with an open door policy? So you, it's sad that we have to do this, Robert, but like in this day and age, we've got the giants, whether it's a Dan Pink, whatever industry you're in, you've got your giants out there. Yeah. It's so hard to get attention. You need to break through and then say something different. That's awesome, man. So I'll close with, with that. Where can people find you and more of you? Yeah, so new book, Great Leaders Have No Rules, in bookstores everywhere, Amazon.com, of course, and the website is norulesleadership.com. And if anybody wants to do like a free trial and get coached by uh, IBM Watson, then go to leadx.org, L-E-A-D-X dot O-R-G. Wow. Awesome. 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 If you didn't learn anything on today's episode, you weren't paying attention. Hop on back to the beginning and get your blessing. That's right. Be sure to get over to Amazon and get Kevin's book, Leaders Have No Rules. We'll have a link in the show notes for you because we love to make your life easy. That's right. Come on, folks. We need you to make this thing go. So don't forget to tell your peeps to go over to Apple Podcast to leave a ranking, rating, and review for the show. Also, listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, and soon iHeartRadio. Feel free to show some love there, too. And hey, 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 become a patron of the show by going to patreon.com forward slash the RK3 show. I think I messed that up. I messed it up earlier. I said Patreon. It doesn't really matter. Patreon or Patreon, it's spelled P-A-T. R-E-O-N. As long as you go to patreon.com forward slash the RK3 show, you can get patron perks. Come on, people. Shoot any questions to me at podcast at robertkennedy3.com. I'll get him on the show in an upcoming episode. And don't forget, hang out with me in the Speak Right Now community on Facebook. Hit me up on social. You know the deal. Insta, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. I said Insta. I'm hip. I'm cool. I'm lit. You know this, man. Guess what, everybody? Everything that happens to you in life is your stuff. Your stuff is your story, and your story deserves a stage. I'm Robert Kennedy III, RK3, and you've been listening to... The RK3.